What do you want? Your head. <laughs> and the prize. Happy Halloween, ladies. y'all welcome back to the premiere episode of season two of shut up and refill my popcorn this episode is a watch along episode but don't worry you don't have to pop in a movie and watch it with me because it would have been like an hour and 45 minutes i did a bunch of editing and took a bunch of pops out and that's what you're going to hear but if you want to see or hear the full watch along with dead air and everything or you want to watch it with me go get you a copy of Highlander 2 The Quickening and go to my Patreon page oh yeah dollar fool so that being said let's go ahead and get to the meat of the show ha are you a female between the ages of 23 and 25 do you not know who your birth father is I Philip J Duncan may be him do you reside in the San Antonio area more specifically did your birth mother used to sell colognes botanical oils and other fragrances at the mission flea market during the years of 1995 to 1997? If so, I may be your dad. I just got in contact with someone who informed me I could be your dad. And I'm very, very hopeful to find you. Please follow me on Instagram at Philip P-O-V dot T slash eight four and you will see photos of me with my current family and you will see the love and cherishing moments we share together and you could be a part of honestly I do not like the fact that I have a daughter out there that I do not know and honestly I don't want to get child support alerts taken or money taken out of my bank account so Please get into contact with me and I would love to see you and be a part of your life. And honestly, if your name is Ashley, that would be ironic because I do also have a daughter named Ashley. So please don't be named Ashley. Thank you. Waka waka motherfuckers. Going to do a watch along. The movie is Highlander 2 The Quickening. Give a little backstory on the premise of this movie going in. It sucks balls because the plot line has to do 
Oh, where the fuck do I start? Uh, the first movie came out in 86, 87. And there was no backstory on the Immortals. The This one gives a backstory of an alien race. That they were rebels and then they were... Um, I guess you could say... Damn, fuck, sent back or sent to Earth or whatever. So, yeah, this one has to do with Marvel, the Shield. No, this one has to do. Oh, this one came out what, ninety two, ninety three. Fuck, I don't make no fucking notes. Um, basically. Is after the first movie. This uh, year is uh, 2024, so not too far along. You know, about four years removed. This is our future. Uh, fucking turn that down a bit. Um, so after the first movie, McCloud has has won. Is he's won the gathering? Now to understand what the fuck is going on I have to and there's plenty of time because the, the first the opening of this movie is just a bunch of bullshit um, so let's just start off this way Connor McCloud is immortal in the first movie he we are introduced to him and uh, Sean Connery's character which was basically a backstory uh, of who McCloud was How do I fucking explain this shit before they start doing this the intro? The motherfucker want uh, a bunch of immortals are called together or brought together. Uh, the tagline is there could be only one. The last living immortal will win the prize, and they don't know what the prize is. They just know I'm immortal. I'm immortal. I gotta kill you. I gotta, t- or, and I can't kill you unless I cut your head off. So that's the kind of the Highlander story. There, you know, like you know, Star Wars is about, you know, galactic empire versus galactic rebels or whatever. This is about immortal beings. I'd say immortal human beings, but this movie gives the backstory that they're not human. They were sent to Earth. As punishment for whatever reason. It's been a while. I haven't seen this movie in a while. I mean, getting ready to do this watch along. I've been watching the beginning of this movie. And I did some research. But that's the backstory. You know, you're, you're, you live forever. That Connor McCloud, uh, when we, we see him in the first movie, he's, uh, he's got this system of how he, I guess you could say technically can live on. He uh, he basically leaves all his possessions to... He takes the identity of dead babies. <laughs> he takes their identity. And I'm trying not to fucking get over... Talked over by the fucking opera lady. See? see the mo- Wake up, motherfucker! Okay, I was off a couple seconds. That's him now. This is Connor McCloud now. He's won the prize. He was the last immortal 
among all the immortals together in uh, at that time it was 86 87 because in that movie it was present time this isn't this is future this is set in the future 2024 so he's won the prize and the prize is you can be mortal <laughs> the prize of winning or, or whatever killing all the other immortal beings is you get to grow old which is something that I guess if you can live forever and you know you lose all your friends and loved ones is is the prize um, right here he's he's having flashbacks of who he is I guess another thing of the prize is that you know everything oh yeah that, that was another you 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 live you get to grow old and die and then you have all knowledge you're like the smartest motherfucker to ever live and now he remembers his previous life which was on on dune or tatooine with luke skywalker um so this movie sets up the whole they're ancient aliens and these are rebels that are going they're going to fight against the empire i don't know the dude from total recalls in this one he's the bad guy michael ironside sean connery freeman i'm bane you were born in it Ramirez, he's not even Mexican. They ain't got no brothers on this planet. What the fuck? How you gonna be named Ramirez? Ain't got no Latinos. Show me. For my trick, I want an assistant. You, young man. And he's like, "What the fuck? Did did I fart?" Who's looking at me? What, what the fuck? Come, young man. Join me. Let's eat the stickiest of sticky chicken wings. Put them in wet lemon pepper sauce. Oh. I'm going to make you come with electricity. You feel that? My tingles. Neo bitches. <laughs> In dust you shall become, dust you shall be. Isn't that what they say on Ash Wednesday? You get butt naked, young man. Katana. That's the dude's name in this movie. The bad guy's name is Katana. Ironically, he uses the Katana sword. In, uh... Oh no! Now he's in and out. He's having flashbacks. So, the reason people hated this movie was because of the stupid backstory. Like, oh man, I didn't get into Highlander until the TV show. I would see, it was, um, it wasn't even the right McCloud. Get on the horse, bitch. Oh no. Oh, that nigga got a head wound. 
And gets all fucking loud as fuck. So, anyways, uh, when I got into Highlander, there was a TV show, and it was all, it was reruns. It wasn't I wasn't watching it when they were coming out, but the reruns would come out on Sci-Fi, and it was about Duncan McCloud. He was kin to Connor, and so had the same lore of you know we're immortals. We've lived through his you know history. We've lived through. You know, all the popular, all the wars and battles uh, and in order to to win the prize or in order to kill an immortal, we got to cut each other's head off. And in doing so, we obtain their uh, their essence, their their strengths, their weaknesses, their energy. See, that's the dude from Total Recall. That motherfucker always plays a bad guy, like always plays a bad guy. Um, you could almost be like the Joker. My friend is reminding me. Remind me of you. Anyways, so I got into the TV show, and then the TV show had this like it had that sweet, sweet fucking Queen theme song, and um, I just remember watching it like this is pretty badass, and then realizing it was based off a movie. I went and watched the movie, and I watched them out of order. Um, I think I had seen, I had seen parts of two. I had seen Endgame, which ironically, there's a movie called Highlander Endgame, where Connor and Duncan kind of team up. Um, I think the first one I saw was Dimension, Final Dimension, the one with Mario, Mario Ben Peebles, Pe- Peoples, New Jack City dude. And um, see now this he's having flashbacks now he's having uh, he got caught by Katana in this movie I'm no, back to the movie and he's being brought to the high council for discipline I don't know back to what I was saying about I fucked up there's two versions of Highlander 2 just like there's different versions of Alien 3 which a side note I didn't do because the version I have is the better version of uh, than the theatrical version and the same is here they came uh, the theatrical version came out where they were alien they're from a distant planet and they're exiled just like I just said you're exiled but instead of being exiled into the future they're exiled to earth this version which is one we're watching right now oh look titties he just drives by like yeah fuck it Uh, this version is called the renegade version where they kind of like you know okay we fucked up the, the the origin story of immortals let's uh let's fix it up let's you know let's fix our let's fix our fuck ups and so they that's why I say you're going to be sent into the future. So what we saw of him having a flashback was you know them in the past. But in reality, it's they they just voiced over the high council and they said, "Oh hey, we're going to send you to the future." In the theatrical version, 
they're sent they're on a distant planet and they sent them back to they sent them to earth oh look it's david bowie you warriors ain't ya so that i knew i was just waiting for this to fucking go down because i didn't know which version i had so i guess this is the renegade version but honestly it's kind of stupid uh, around this time, Blade Runner had come out, you know, had a bunch of dark movies, or not dark movies, but like, kind of same lore. Because this whole movie, is, I mean, it seems like it's all it's at night. The backstory is, which I don't even think I got into the backstory of this movie. The backstory of this movie is the ozone layer has been depleted. Um, the, since McCloud won the prize and he won you know he's the all-knowing he knows the prize was you know to to live his, the rest of his life as a mortal being and have all the knowledge of the world which i mean he uh, him and a bunch of scientists concoct a plan to make a shield around the earth to like an artificial ozone layer because Around 1999, the ozone layer is going to be, you know, uh, depleted and, and, you know, if you understand the time frame of America or Earth or whatever, the ozone layer was a huge, like, oh, we got to save the ozone layer. Don't spray aerosol cans. You're going to fuck up the ozone layer and then we're going to fucking live like hermits underground. So that was the whole, it wasn't nuclear bombs or you know Mad Max style it was just the ozone so every time I say ozone take a drink so they make an artificial artificial ozone layer and it's called the shield and that's what this and throughout from 19 in the beginning of the movie saw the plaque that said 1999 to 2024 well in that time that's being uh, run by a corporation and these people here, these are like the rebels. They're a group of people who believe that the ozone layer is back to normal, but they can't prove it, or that the that the man-made ozone layer is is worthless. You know, we don't need it or whatever. So they break in to to basically confirm their their hypothesis. And then she's the she's you know the leading lady or whatever. Um, everything okay? Uh, so so that's what they're doing. They're gonna put in a damn computer chip and go into the computer and blah blah blah. So that's the backstory of this movie. Now McCloud, who's won the prize, going back and forth. He's won the prize and he basically helps these scientists make that deal. And he's growing old. He's kind of m made himself famous in a way because he made this uh, shield. But nobody really knows. Like his thing is he, you know, he doesn't doesn't advertise. Oh, I was immortal. Blah, blah, blah. Freeze, motherfuckers. Pra, pra. But around this time, like Blade Runner... Well, not this time. A couple has been ten years later since it's been Blade Runner. It was like eighty two, eighty three. Shit, I don't even know. Eighty four, maybe. You know, you got a bunch of 
future future movies like you know escape from new york escape from la well not really that one came out later but you know those the future of you know whatever robocop and all that kind of stuff and so the director wanted to make it kind of have the same feel with this movie Total Recall. Yeah, I was thinking. I knew I was thinking of. I mean, I said it already. Total Recall like eighty times. Take a drink. Um. You see, New York City, July twenty twenty four. So now that he made a choice, you have to make a choice. Whatever. These fools remind me of fucking like weird birds. So. In the original version, these two guys go to Earth to kill McCloud. This version, which is a renegade version, they're going to the future. So, work with me here. After the first movie, he's he's mortal. Because he's the last immortal being on Earth. He's killed everybody. All the other immortals are dead. So he's alive. He wins the prize. He gets to grow old. In the theatrical version... Those two bird dudes are from the other planet, and when they come to Earth, he's no longer the last living immortal. You get what I'm saying? So there's, with those bird dudes, there's three immortals. Now, what we're going to see in a little bit is that he fights them, and... I don't want to spoil it. If you haven't seen the movie, I don't know. Fuck it. Spoilers alert. He kills the dudes. And in doing so, he gets their energy, their essence. Like, you know, years ago when he was cutting the other dude's heads off. So, he not only gets their energy, he becomes immortal again. He gets younger. And he fucks that rebel chick. Because she, in a little bit, she's looking for help, for his help or some shit. Hey, it's uh, Dr. Cox. The dude from the scrubs. So he's all old. He's going mortal. Blah, blah, blah. So there she is. She's on the run. Oh, she getting butt naked. Oh, you lying bitch. So. Now, back to what. Uh, back to what I was saying. McCloud. And. Uh, when I started watching the Highlander movies. And stuff. I had seen the third. I saw the the last one. No, I think I saw the third one first, and then I saw the last one. The last one came out like 2000, and I know for sure I saw the one with Mario Van Peebles. Look at this bitch. She's all mad. She's mad, cause he now see he has McCloud is famous for doing that whole ozone bullshit, and now she's fucking with him because she's mad. Because when they made the ozone, it basically casted a whole shadow around the earth. For so like for the last, what was it, 99 to 20, for like 30 years, 20, 25 years. Yeah, 25 years. For, for this time period, they haven't seen the sun in like 25 years. Hold up, hold up. Boom. That motherfucker. She runs like a fucking... <laughs> and she don't fucking... 
So, speaking in terms of, you know, did this version fix the fuck-ups that the original theatrical, yes, it did. You know, but for the purposes of this podcast and the purposes of shitting on the bad ones, the shitty movies, kind of fucks up. I don't have the I don't have the version I need. But I mean shit, it's either this or dead air. So chronologically it's the first Highlander, the third Highlander, Highlander Endgame, and then this one. But if you kind of go back and realize what's going on, they just say fuck 2. Because two sucks so bad. Cause if you wrap your mind around this. This is in twenty twenty four. Highlander Endgame came out in two thousand nineteen ninety nine two thousand. So if that was the present time, spoiler alert: Duncan cuts Connor's head off in Endgame. So after two thousand, the motherfucker's dead meat. This takes place in twenty twenty four. So this movie sucks so bad. It's it's taken out of the whole kind of like Halloween H2O kind of kicks all the other Halloween sequels before it out of the, you know, storybook Ramirez. Sounds like Bane. Excuse me, lad. Let me see if we can raise the volume up a bit. So he has no clue what the fuck's going on. They're actually they're doing a damn uh theater performance see I thought this was part one when I first saw it I had no clue what the fuck was going on but later on I learned that at the end of one where he dies in part two he's brought back which is another thing that kind of fucked up the whole lore like you're immortal you died how are you coming back why are you coming back so in this movie I mean, obviously, it's the second. They're trying to set the lore. They're trying to set the background. They're trying to set or give the setting of the immortals and and what's this and what's that. I knew Sean Connery was in this movie. I also knew he was in the first one. When I saw it, I didn't know which was which. Obviously, it was the second one. But out of all the other movies, all... The sequels, they just said, fuck number two. I mean, back then, it was kind of like, what? But they did it with Halloween a bunch of times. I mean, go back to episode nine, and I explained that when H2O came out, they said, fuck three, four, five, and six. Halloween H2O is direct sequel to part two. Recently, they did the Halloween uh, uh, 2018 where they said, fuck, two, three, four, five, and six, seven, eight, nine, whatever. So, let me give an explanation as to what you're seeing above me. Right now, you're seeing the uh, cover art for this episode, which I don't even think I said anything at the beginning of this watch along. Uh, this is a. Highlander 2 Season 2 Episode 1 Watch along For my podcast 
shut up refill my popcorn like I said this image is the cover art for that set episode which you can find on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcast, among us, amongst other platforms. That is the movie poster for it. And if, when it comes back around, take a look at the sword in the middle where the sword is, right above their heads. I didn't notice this until recently. Up there underneath where it says the quickening, I did not notice there's a dude flying, <laughs> like with wings, like, with another sword. Then now this fool's going back in time. Doot doot doot. The fuck? So he's going to the future. When in fact he's actually going to Earth. So you remember I told you there was two versions? Uh, in the Wikipedia page. It says, Two versions of Highlander 2 were released theatrically in 1991. Nigel Green of Entertainment Film Distributors, which distributed the f- bleh, distributed the film in the UK, allowed the creative team the chance to make their own version in, of the film after the completion Bond Company Bond Company took over the editing. The UK theatrical version ran eight minutes longer than the US Bonding Company cut, featured and featured among other sequences an extended prologue, better explaining Connor's motives for creating the shield Connor and Louise above the shield and the aforementioned fairy tale ending back to the alternate versions in 1995 Malecki made a director's cut version known as the renegade version which I believe is the one I have uh, this the film was reconstructed largely from existing material certain scenes were removed and others added back in and the entire sequence of events was changed All references to the Immortals being aliens from another planet were eliminated. Instead, this cut reveals that the Immortals are from an unspecific distant past on Earth, banished by priests into random locations in the future to keep the prize from being won in their lifetime. And I think this is the version I have, because it makes sense. Uh, Other new sequences included a battle between McLeod and Katana atop a moving vehicle after they escape the security facility and McLeod and Louise climb through a mountain tunnel to emerge above the shield to confirm that the radiation levels are back to normal. The new version removes a major continuity continuity gaffe from the theatrical version which had merged two separate sword fights between McLeod and Katana into one longer cinematic or climactic battle. The director's cut version restores them to two separate battles, although it never shows how or when Connor acquired his katana. Uh, producers Panzer and Davis revisited Highlander 2 once again in 20 or 20, 2004, dubbed the special edition. This cut was nearly identical to the Renegade version, but with a few alterations. The most obvious change is the introduction of a new CGI special effects throughout the film, including a now blue shield as originally intended and a small piece of voiceover work by Lambert. Reviewing the 2004 special edition DVD, David Ryan of DVD Verdict gave it a score of 69 out of 100 and said that this is the best version of this film that the producers can make with the material they have had on they have on hand. It's still not a particular particularly good film, but it's infinity sur- in 
infinitely superior to the original version. What was what once what was once a horrible horrible film has become downright tolerable and actually somewhat entertaining at times. Which makes sense. Jimmy Pritchard, man, what's up? I'm driving, King. I'm driving Uber, bro, man. Back in four years ago, we was fucked, man. The damn coronavirus got us. Fuck off, you Chinese. Um, <laughs> That's fucked up. I'm sorry. Hey, man, you want to listen to my Walkman, bro? That statue jacking off. Oh, yeah. No, wait. Maybe. This is a typical fucking Uber drive, ain't it? Hey, man, you're famous, right? Right here? Alright, bro, man, it's gonna be five bucks. Oh, shit, put your dick back in your pants, bro. I don't like that. Oh, there's that background music. to live forever. Queen played a hell of a role in the first movie with the soundtrack. Oh, shit, I can pawn that armor. <laughs> I played in 1902. Always liked the whole... Like, I wasn't, I was from, the, I'm from, I, the whole immortal, kind of like, I was in this war, I was, this is all my stuff, kind of, I think this, the history parts of these, mo of the whole Highlander franchise is what interests me the most, like, this part here, and then the, kind of identical kind of part in the first movie, and then the flashbacks of, like, Endgame and, and other places. I think, yeah, that's a, his first wife. That's the lore. That's the stuff that people were interested in. And when they made it about... They're aliens! People were like, what the fuck, really? Obviously, I don't have that version. I have the Renegade version. I didn't fucking know. I just knew that the second one... Amongst the other, what, five... There's four, really. There's five, but I kind of, I don't really count the, the last one. I think it came out in 07. I've never seen it. I think Highlander has to be Connor. Like, Duncan McLeod, the TV shows, is awesome. I love that shit. And I loved Endgame when they met, they met or whatever. But, like, it defeats, it doesn't make this retcon. This movie retcon doesn't. So, like, anyway, like, Endgame was set in, like, 2000, 99, 2000. It came out in 2000, 2001, whatever. And this is obviously set in 2024. So, if he died in that movie, but he's alive in this movie, it doesn't make no fucking sense. But I think a lot of franchises, when they were initially, when they were, I think they were made, I was like, made. The initial movie in each franchise was somebody's idea. Nobody just... A lot of movies now, like, they're either made off books or comic books or remakes or whatever. But original stories, original movies, not really independent movies. Well, I guess you could put independent, but I'm like, I'm talking about theatrical feature film stuff that comes out in movie theaters. You know... The source, whether it's somebody's screenplay, they have that idea for that one movie. Perfect example is Star Wars. George Lucas did not write down all the whole, like, it's 
this, it's that, it's his Darth Vader's his dad, blah blah blah. It started off with that one movie, Star Wars movie, and it grew from there. Obviously, the end of Empire Strikes Backs with the reveal of Darth Vader being Luke's father was something nobody nobody saw coming. I'm using, if you can't see it, I'm using a thing that, like a non-green screen, green screen, camera, chroma key, whatever, called VCAM, XSplit VCAM. And since I'm not paying for the license, you have a watermark that has it splattered all over my face. And when I say you can't see this, I mean you can't see this because this is a visual watch along, which you can watch with me if you go to my Patreon page for a dollar. Just a dollar. Give me a dollar. One dollar a month. I really don't know how to set Patreon up to where it's like it fits what I can give y'all and what you can get out of it. But I figured a dollar a month, I mean, it's not really a lot of money. It's a dollar. Maybe a dollar fifty. I don't fucking know. All I know is that this motherfucker is not dead, but he fell out of a fucking elevator shaft or some shit. Hey, is that a broken ass leg? Anyway, oh shit, crack. Oh, fuck. Anyways, patreon.com. Go to it, check it out. These, This watch along, I have a previous watch along, Wolverine. I'm planning to do a couple more watch alongs. But the audio that you're hearing is going to be on the podcast. I think. Maybe. Parts of it. Maybe the full one. I don't know. It all depends on how long the fucking movie is. I think the movie is like an hour and a half. Anyways, I'm jumping all over the fucking place. Uh, back to with the whole Star Wars theory. You know, you have it this year. You're, you're going to make a movie. You have an idea for a movie. You make that one movie. It blows up. Like, star like uh, that's why I use Star Wars as a, as an example. It blows the fuck up. Make a sequel. What can we do with it? George Lucas didn't come out and say, "Okay, well, you know, we're gonna make this character, this uh, green character, and uh, oh, oh, this bounty hunter. He just, just and then we'll, we'll we'll put him in the third movie. Well, the first movie is gonna do 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 do, and then it's uh, you know what? Luke and Leia look like they can get they they, they want to get on. Let's make them brother and sister, so it, so Han has no competition. And you know it. It didn't come out like that. It came out like okay, I have this idea for the movie. Boom boom boom, that movie came out, blows the fuck up, or has you know a following afterwards or whatever. Which is what Highlander did. Highlander. Didn't come out too good, but it came out good enough to, oh, we're going to make a sequel. You know, and this is pre-everything else. But fans didn't like the fact that, oh, shit, they're aliens. I mean, it was a huge fucking mess. Because now, let's say you have this lore of Im- these uh, this or immortal beings and now how do we give them a backstory well let's make them aliens I mean you can't be human and this you know, how you, you have to be from another planet fans fucking hated that idea 
So how do you fix that fuck up? Besides going back and recutting it. Anyways, they realize, oh, fans don't like the fact that the, the idea that that um, they're not going to go the whole alien route, even though Star Wars is, you know, all these other franchises and this and that are in. But for this film series, it has to be something deeper or different. And so when they did that retcon, they made it seem like they were from unrecorded and unrecorded past like Atlantis or something that whole uh, you know distant past and then they sent to the future that what we saw my whole point with that is that nothing is predetermined in these film series in these franchises here comes Dr. Cox kind of sounds weird his early work is pretty fucking badass you ever seen him in the Oh, what the fuck is that movie with Ice-T? Hunting the game. It's the one where Ice-T's being hunted. Him, uh, this dude, a bunch of other rich white dudes. Hire homeless people for a job. They basically make that. They, they're hunting people. And Ice-T is, is the latest victim. But he manages to fuck them up. It is a fucking awesome movie. From my calculations, we are about an hour and 20 minutes. About 30 minutes left in the movie or so. My bad, y'all. I had to take a quick, 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 quick restroom break. But I'm back. And you got a good look at Dr. Cox being a little bitch. Man, I kind of forgot the fuck I was talking about. Yeah, fuck it. No matter. Uh... So back to the whole Patreon shit. Since the Patreon logo just came back up. I have some stuff on there. Not a lot. Some stuff. And it is... Oh man, what did I put on there? I put A lot of stuff I put out there for free. I think a couple things I put on there under a paywall. But... I guess if you want to... I don't remember if I put the full I know I put the the full episode 7 with Everett on there or the video of the first watch along because I did a watch along with well by myself on the Wolverine episode and I did it anyways I uh, I got some stuff on there and I had this idea this was before the whole corona bullshit of Oh, you broke my globe, motherfucker. I paid 80 bucks for that bitch. You son of a fucking asshole. You want to race? So now they're going to try and take down the shield. Not the Marvel series of shield, you know. Argh. But the shield that he helped create. Because it's been commercialized as a business. Oh, they're literally getting shot for no fucking reason. Fucking drive-by. The reverse drive-by shit. Ba 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 ba. This is for Pookie. Ba 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 ba. Damn, that's a lot of blood specs. Oh, you putting holes in my jeans, motherfucker. You're fucking up my Levi's. It's the cuckoo. What's Patreon? On Patreon, you can let your fans become active participants 
in the work they love by offering them a monthly membership. You give them access to exclusive content, community, and insight into your creative process. In exchange, you get the freedom to do your best work and the stability you need to build an independent creative career. What? This could be a job? I just got the idea from uh, other other interesting podcasts out there. Obviously more popular and huge fan base. Ramirez, welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you, motherfucker. So in every diabolical castle or evil lair, there's a room of just a fucking blade or something. Or like a fucking wall collapses on you. Don't worry. Patreon.com in the links in the description. That's actually in the description is going to have a link to a, my All Links account. Really? That was the shittiest. He's underneath him. He's holding on for the ride. <laughs> Told you. Surprise, motherfucker. French fries, motherfucker. So, in the description is going to be a link called all my, to an All My Links account. That's where you're going to have a link to my Instagram, Twitter, Teespring, and Patreon. And YouTube, I think. I haven't put nothing on YouTube, but it's a bunch of old stuff. You're getting kind of idea what kind of the goofy shit I was up to. He, he touched my boobie. It's okay. We fucked in the streets. Look at the... Wait, don't tell me. Okay, I get it. They're in the fucking Himalayas above the shield. What the fuck? How can they be above the shield if the shield's like in outer space? This makes no fucking sense. The shield was in outer space. Anyways. Did he get a haircut? No, he just has it in a bun. What a bitch. He sounds weird. He doesn't sound this nasally. Oh, give me some chon-chon. Oh, shit, he's squeezing his nuts. Oh, shit, motherfucker, I got a death grip. Oh, damn, that's got to suck. You like touching dudes' dicks, don't you? What a bitch. So I'm still understanding this. How the fuck did they go above the shield? Katana. There can be only one. Nice sword, bitch. Kick in the face, motherfucker. I think out of all the bad guys, the first one was the most memorable. Although Mario Van Peebles did play a pretty good bad guy. I guess you could say he played kind of like the same bad guy the first one did. This one he wasn't so like rah, 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 rah. like the first bad guy and Mario Van Peebles were kind of like rah, 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 we're the bad guy. Rah, rah, rah. This one's kind of Michael Ironside's playing like a kind of like Haha. kind of like a happy psychotic. Mm-hmm. Coming to a close pretty soon. Adios. Like freaking cabbage, man. Give me only one. Uno. Why can't you just say Uno before you cut his head off and be like, maybe, you know, Uno. So, another quickening. Now he is the last immortal. He's won the prize again, you would think. But what I liked about the third one, which now it doesn't make any sense because, I don't know. Well, like I said, they kind of 
they kind of like scrapped the second movie. It's like, all right, fuck the. They, when they came out with the third movie, they said, yeah, fuck the second movie. What are you gonna do, dumbass? Oh shit! He fucking got in the damn laser beam. So he uses the quickening to blow up the fucking shield. Man, that was my DirecTV, motherfucker. He just fucked us all out of DirecTV. Son of a bitch. That can be only son. So in the third movie, just give you a little spoiler. Mario Van Peebles doesn't attend the gathering in the first movie because he goes, he, uh, him and his, his crew, Immortal Crew, I guess, I don't know. They get the cave avalanches on them or some shit. They get stuck in a cave and they're unable to escape. And so that explains why they didn't make the gathering. And to kind of like scrape this movie. First of all, weren't these motherfuckers in the damn mountains? See, that's what I don't get. This movie really fucking, just like me, jumps from, bounces back and forth all over the fucking place. That's going to be it, guys. I'm assuming credits. <gasps> Early 90s hip hop. Well, that's the end of the movie. Again, I was going to talk about the Patreon, but obviously I have no fucking clue what I have on there. Ed, figure out what the fuck's going on. But to watch this, watch along. I would highly recommend going to my Patreon, dropping a dollar, maybe a dollar fifty. I don't know. Not asking a lot, just a little something. And you can watch the video version of this episode. Audio is obviously going to be on uh, on the podcast. Oh yeah, let's listen to this music. Oh fuck that shit. Listen to me. Anyways, the audio version is going to be out soon on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, a lot of other platforms. I think the one's called Pocket, Pocket Rocket. So this is going to drop as Season 2, Episode 1. And I want to thank you for listening to the whole episode, the video version of this like i said was going to be on patreon uh i I fucking have no other i have nothing else to say i've I've, this has been an hour and 45 minutes i'm probably going to drop a condensed version audio version there's no point in putting it out there all because motherfuckers ain't gonna sit there and listen to me talk about a movie unless you have this movie this latest you know renegade version where they they're not aliens they're fucking Atlanteans, I don't know. But nonetheless, this that is it. Thank you for checking it out. Stay tuned for the outro. So thank you for checking out the watch along. If you have seen the full uh full watch along, full episode, whatever. As for the audio portion which was being released on the podcast. There's more to what was released. So, that being said, I plugged the Patreon for a good amount of time at the end of the at the end of the uh, podcast. So I'm just gonna plug the All My Links account at the or in the description below. 
of course you click on that on my links link it'll take you to my account where you can go to my patreon my teespring my twitch my youtube my twitter and just made my facebook page uh working on that putting stuff out or whatever but i will put the link in the all my links account so y'all can go check it out and follow me there on facebook well i mean shit it's been a long episode so i'm just gonna go ahead and say deuces peace out thank you again for checking it out please stay tuned we have some more cool uh episode topics coming up i have thought of maybe spicing it up doing something different not just going with a movie franchise but more like a certain celebrity as a franchise you know perfect example the rock um that was another kind of i was gonna do a duo because zach Efron popped into my uh, my feed some time ago and they both share a pretty shitty movie which is honestly a it's in a franchise its own i wouldn't say a franchise it's in a tv show very popular tv baywatch i'm talking about the baywatch movie heard that one sucked balls so uh that's in the works and uh, what else is in my mind when i'm thinking about doing thinking about doing a catwoman one being the worst dc movie out of all the dc movies to ever come out from you know superman to present day the last DC movie was what Birds of Prey so I think out of all every single one ever made under the DC umbrella live action Catwoman with Halle Berry sucked donkey dick so that's what I have in mind that's what I'm going to be working on so that's it adios peace out spoon love from up above signing off peace love chicken grease if you ain't laughing you ain't living baby Have a good night.